What's good, everybody? This is Chris Hawkins, a.k.a. Hawk, host of Bro What The Fuck Podcast. Me and my co-host, my bro, Mike Kirkland, we want to thank you so much for tuning in, for giving us your support, giving us your attention as we take this journey on our very first podcast. This is our first episode of Bro What The Fuck Podcast. In this podcast episode, we're going to be talking about us as individuals. So you guys have more of an investment on this podcast as we move forward and touch on particular subjects, right? Now, two things before we start this podcast. Number one, you are going to experience some audio distortion on my end. For that, I apologize. It's not a whole lot. But moving forward, we are going to fix this on my end for sure. Number two, um, I am going to put a little bit of an edit at the beginning of our podcast, a little bit of a blooper, something to lighten your spirits as you walk in our first episode, man. So with this, I'm going to show you one of the funniest moments I've had with my bro. And after that, we're going to be introducing to you the host and the co-host of Bro What The Fuck Podcast. How's your signal? How's your signal? My signal now is on. I got three bars. So you're on you're on cellular signal? Yeah, I'm not on Wi-Fi though. But uh, I, I'm I moved the truck, bro. So <laughs> So we're good. Should be good right here. This is where I did the podcast with Mike, where I'm at right now. Okay, 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 okay. I, I can I can I can trust that. Yeah. All right. All right, so we're going to do it again. Now, listen, when I say welcome to the podcast, our first episode of our, of our podcast, I'm going to, as soon as you say one Mississippi in your head, say, bro, what the fuck with me? All right. All so, right welcome, so welcome to the podcast, one Mississippi. Bro, what the fuck? No, <laughs> you don't. <laughs> what? I'm not saying one Mississippi. I'm saying, like, time it off that. Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> like welcome to the podcast, bro. What the fuck? You know, like kind of had that short pause. Does that make sense? We we gonna fuck that up, bro. No, we ain't. No, we ain't. We gonna All get right, it. Let's roll. All right. Welcome to the very first episode of our podcast, bro. What the fuck? God damn, Mike. <laughs> That's right there, bro. <laughs> gonna... hey, we... Oh, shit. Oh, all right. No, that's good. <laughs> Listen, as soon as, as soon as I'm done, uh, <laughs> one Mississippi. <laughs> all right, cool, man. We're going right. to try this shit one more time, bro. If I don't get it, we we skipping that part. Let's go. Now, welcome uh, to the very first, finally, episode of our uh, Bro What The Fuck podcast with your host, Chris Hawkins, as some of you know me, but a lot of my folks, they call me Hawk. Hawk is in the bird, so you pick what you want to call me. It's fine by me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. And your boy, Mike Kirkland, man. Uh, Chris, I'm excited to be here, man. Uh, can't wait to get the ball rolling on this finally, bro. 
Yeah, finally. I want you to emphasize fucking finally, because God fucking dang. <sighs> finally, bro? God, I mean, how many fucking have this? Is my this is this is probably our six times I'm recording shit. Yeah. Yeah, man. You know, practice makes perfect, I guess. Fuck. We'll see. <laughs> but yeah, shit. Uh, so, yeah, this podcast, man, it's, uh, I mean, it's, it's, this podcast is just, there, there's no one particular direction that we're going with this thing. Uh, today's episode is going to be about us. You're going to learn about me. And you're going to learn about my broski Mike. So you can better understand our messages when we relay them to you. You know, you can get a better understanding of, you know, where we're at mentally and how we think the way we do and why we are the way we are. So this is what this podcast is going to be. It's just introductory. And um, and this this pod, this episode, at least this podcast in general, is just going to be me and Mike chopping it up as if we're on the phone call or we're sitting down with each other drinking. I might be putting one in the air. Who knows? Depending on the mood. More than likely, though. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, You know, it's something that we can express our views on, man. You'll just get to be a fly on the wall for that. So, how lucky are you? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Mike, I want you to. I want to. I want you to go, bro. I want you to tell the people who you are, and um, yeah, let's let's do this thing. Yeah, man. So, listen, man. I'm just an ordinary family guy, uh, Cuban American man. I was raised by my dad. You know, I've I've come up, you know, through hard work and trying to educate myself as much as I can. Uh, right. You know, uh, I'm a member of Phi Beta Sigma. That's one of my major accomplishments. Uh, I crossed the 09, so shout out to the fam. You know, a lot of connections through there, man. You know, like doing community work and volunteer hours and stuff throughout the years and getting to mm-hmm. know everybody, man. That's been one of the highlights of my life. Yeah. Um, and then overall, just just being a family man. You know, I've got a, I've got kids. I've got a beautiful wife at the house. Yeah. And you know that that just kind of wraps everything up, man. Yeah. That just that just wraps everything up for me, man. You know, some of my some of my likes, man. I love sports. You know, everybody knows me as one. You know, a diehard Miami sports fan. So yeah, yeah. Hurricanes. You know, you know, number one, of course, all the time. And, you know, I'm a big music fan and uh, a big film connoisseur, bro. So that kind of wraps me up. You know, I'm a simple guy. Uh, doesn't take much to make me happy. Uh, True. But other than that, bro, you know, that's, that's that just wraps me up in a couple minutes right there. I think I did a good job. Man, I think you did. Only thing that was four minutes, man, but, you know. Nah, man, I ain't trying to go four minutes. I ain't got four minutes to talk about myself. <laughs> ain't no bro. motherfucking math whiz, but I'm pretty yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah, man. No, man. But Mike's a good dude, man. That's why I wanted to do this podcast. You know, it was uh, it was something I originally thought of, and I was like, man, you know, what kind of podcast can I do? It's gonna be solo. I was, I was like, nah, man. I want fucking Mike on there, man. And me and Mike go through a lot of the same shit. And uh, yeah. So about me though, um, well, I'm a dad first and foremost. That's uh, that's number one in my life my baby girl paisley grace and um that's my only child and it's going to be my only child and i want to stress that and um let me see not married single single as a motherfucker my phone stays stays jumping and uh may or may not be right man but ain't i ain't no interesting guy i don't have nothing too crazy (laughs) going on you know 
I used to be a ladies' man when I was coming up, man. That that kind of shit was cool to me, you know. And then I got older, and and priorities change, man. Have your daughter and change everything. Yeah. So yeah, and um, I'm very outspoken. I think everybody knows that, you know. At, at this point, a lot of these people who are listening are uh, probably from my Facebook page, man. And a lot of them came in, you know, that hit you know, and picked up, went viral, man. And, um, for those of you who don't know that video was, uh, labeled uh, dear us part two. Um, and I was comparing what was happening in, uh, Minnesota versus black wall street. And, um, so yeah. So for you, for those of you who are listening right now, for those of you who coming in off of that, man, I appreciate you guys. Appreciate your support. Just want to tell you that real quick as always, man. And, um, but yeah, this me, this this spoken out. That's who I am, bro. It's who I've always, you know, I've been this way for for God knows how long, man. And um, especially when it comes to the things that I choose to speak about with racial injustices, that we'll talk about, in, you know, other episodes. But so yeah, um, what do I do? What kind of work do I do? I work for Apple. That's pretty dope. Yeah, that is dope. Yeah, man. Shout out to our boy Dev. He, he yeah. works for Apple too. Hell yeah. Yeah. Shout out to him, Broski. Now I, I don't work directly for him, and I'm not gonna say exactly who, but I uh yeah, definitely. And um I enjoy it. Enjoy what I do work from home, work from home is pretty dope. You gotta worry about yeah. micromanagement. I really hate that, by the way. I can't stand a micromanagement <laughs> bro. But um but yeah, man, so this pie that, that's what brought me here, bro. I wanted people to to hear what we have to say, dude. And, um, and as, as we go along, of course, you know, we're going to explain ourselves more and everything and all that nature. But, um, now nah, with this one, bro, I really wanted to just dive deep on what this podcast is going to be. So with that in mind, let's, uh, let's talk about, man, I don't know. What do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about first? It's interesting. Yeah, bro. I mean, I guess, so you know, just do just do like a quick uh a quick synopsis of you know our family man and and you know what kind of brings what kind of True brings that. us together as uh as, as brothers yeah so that we can kind of you know lead into our show bro because you know this is just a quick intro or whatnot just letting the people know how we kind of got together so we you know we told them about ourselves but let's go ahead and tell them you know how me and you paired up bro yeah let's you know what good lead so pairing up that was interesting how that came about right like we met through a mutual friend and yeah. um i don't know if you want to say names or not but out of respect i'll just say a mutual friend and um yeah that well you can call it a friend but we met we met through him i was trying to i'm trying to hold back bro i'm really trying to build a fit it's very hard for me to put a filter in my yeah, mouth not, me too man if i pause it's not because i don't know what i'm talking about it's because i don't want to just shoot from the hip so yeah i get it but yeah so um we met through a mutual guy and uh we ended up knowing like the same folks, bro. It was crazy, man. Like my shout out to Dave, bro. Shout out to Dave County. Shout out to Billy. Shout out to Dave Trail. The Dixon brothers, man. I love them boys. Love Dave to death. Yeah. That's that's my dog, man. And uh that's my bro for real. And um you ended up, lo and behold, man, y'all grew up together. Yeah. Yeah, that shit's crazy, bro. Yeah, I've known Dave and the Dixon boys, man, since I moved up to South Carolina from Miami, bro. So that was uh two thousand seven. No, 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 no. Shit. 
way before then. I'm sorry. That was uh, 2001. So I've known him since 01, bro. So it's been a while. Nice. Almost, uh, almost 20 years. It's crazy, so, yeah. bro. It's crazy to have that. It is wild. How, how we just didn't never made each other a day in our lives, bro. First time we met, man, we found out we had mutual bros. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And and Mike, I, I will say this about Mike. Through the shit that I went through in my adult life, my, my dog's been there. And, uh, oh, yeah, because yeah, yeah. we met, what, six years ago? So yep. I was about 25. We were 24, 25. And, yeah, no, no, well, yeah, it was about that time because we had met. And I don't know if I was talking to her mama or not by then. It was like right before, or is it? No, nah, you were. You were, yeah. It was. You were, and I had just, and I had just started talking to Alexa's mom. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, that's that's kind of how we paired up. Yeah, man. And, uh, yeah, the story. Yeah, I mean, then, yeah, then then the story just blew up from there, right? Hell yeah, it did shit. I remember, uh, I was I was goddamn contemplating, man. I didn't know if I want to be in a relationship. I didn't want to be in a relationship. I'm that. I am that person, by the way. In in case you must know, when it comes to like feelings and emotions and stuff, like I'm I'm very opposite of my bro on the other end here. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, and 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 that's not any course. It's not a negative. I'm just saying, like, I'm just. I, I'm very closed up about a lot of shit, a lot of feelings, a lot of things going on in my life. When it comes to me expressing myself, unless I'm like really motivated by that or I'm pissed off, I'm not going to be easy to come out and express it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, my feelings for Paisley. I could talk about that all day, bro. I guess we can do an entire two hour podcast about how I feel about my baby girl, bro. Like, honestly, I, that, that might not even be enough, but I'm just saying, Right. Things when it comes to females, and you know, oh, baby, this, but I can't, my, my fucking skin crawls, bro. And I don't know why, it's just me. And uh, I was like that with her mama. We finally got together, and I had some, I had people, you know, try and give me a forewarning, and I didn't listen, didn't, you know what I mean? You know how, you know how that goes, you got. Mm-hmm. For someone, your your people around you be like, hey man, a little bit of red flags here and there, you know. And oh, yeah. you're like, nah, nah, it ain't nothing. I can deal with that, man. I love her. You know, shell my excuse. Here we are. <laughs> yeah. Here we are. <laughs> the crazy thing is when 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 I met you, like I was single with no kids in sight, bro. Me too. Oh yeah. No you couldn't convince me at all I was gonna have a fucking kid, bro. Could, yeah, me, me too, bro. You yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I laugh about that shit all the time, man. I I, I tell I tell Casey all the time, I'd be like, man, just like five years ago, bro, I didn't have none of this shit. Yeah. And you know, I've been intertwined with uh, you know, five kids in, in the course of five years, man. It's it's been uh it's been a ride, man. Right. Definitely. It's been a wrap. It's been quite the growing experience, man. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you don't, uh, shit, bro. They don't prepare you for a lot of this shit, man, in fatherhood. And, uh, maybe, yeah. maybe not for me. Maybe, I'm, I don't know if you, I'm sure you're, you might, you, you know, a little bit different things than I do in that arena. You know, you had your pops around, man. Was a blessing. So I'm trying to be yeah, there nah, for my man. Boys, bro. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's 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 the main that's the main goal for us, man. Is is to make sure that uh, we always speak positive, you know, positivity towards 
being fathers on this podcast. Yep. That's going to be one of the main running themes, man, because that's that's something that's real important to me. And for you. sure. For sure. So, Very top notch, yeah. bro. Yeah. Top notch. So, yeah. No, nah, I mean, we met we met in crazy times, bro. Uh, you know, the funny thing is we met and then we kind of like we would hang out, but it wasn't nothing like really mutual. It was yeah. just like we was just together because the people that we were around were hanging hanging around each other and shit right right but uh i remember like you hit me up and you told me about uh a situation that you was in yep and then it directly correlated with the situation <laughs> i was in yeah and i mean it was like almost very similar right uh and then you know our relationship just exploded from there man and we've been tight uh ever since man yeah. so yeah like chris said i am the one that will express my emotions uh hundred and ten percent of the time, man. You 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 don't you don't get an uh an unemotional mic uh, ever. Right. So it's just something about me. I don't know if it was just growing up with my dad and 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 he was very emotional as well too. He always let me know how he felt mm-hmm. and uh that kind of thing. And then I always surrounded myself with people that either needed that or we're right on my level with that. So right. with our relationship, man, you need that. And sometimes I need to come down from the emotional outpour. Right. And you help me out with that as well, too. So it's like a 50 50, man. Yeah, man. So I, I, you know, to tell everybody, man, we are real close, man. I, I consider Chris uh, a top notch brother of mine. Uh, we live very similar lives yep. in, in, in a lot of ways, and then in a lot of ways we don't, but we help each other out in those other ways, man. Absolutely. As well as the ways that we're very similar in. So I'm really excited, man, to just, you know, deep dive later on in the other episodes, man, about, you know, some of these situations that, you know, we're, we're just brushing across right now, man, yeah. you know, with our daughters and, and, and you know, just relationship problems or right. successes at work or with relationships and you know, how, how to make a, a brotherhood strong like we have, man, and, and over a course of time. Because, I mean, to tell everybody, uh, me and Chris don't see each other very often. We live 90 miles apart. Yep. But Is it 90? Yes, yeah, it's, it's 90 now. <laughs> 90 now? I thought so, it was like 70-something, 78, 80. Nah, not from Augusta, oh, bro. Damn. So... We don't see each other every day, man, but we talk every day. Yep. You know what I'm saying? We uh, play that duty every day. Make sure we're good. Yeah, we play <laughs> duty every day, or we at least, you know, checking up on each other, yeah. man. And I'm I'm the type of person, I'm the type of person that uh that needs that, man. You know, honestly, I I grew up a a single child, man. So I've always been somebody th- to to reach more than others when it comes down to a brotherhood, man. Yeah. So, uh. Chris can probably attest to this more, um, you know, at the beginning of a relationship, man, we, I, I was hitting you up constantly with just yeah. issue after issue after issue after issue, man. And, we both were, and, yeah. Um, yeah, that's just who I am, man. I'm not afraid to uh, to dismiss that. That comes with the emotional part yeah. and, and needing a friend and shit like that. But you've always been top notch, man. So I'm hella excited about this shit. Yeah, because I know uh, yeah. we got stories on stories and, and opinions and and you know, <laughs> all that stuff jumbo together, bro. So it's going to be exciting. Man. Yeah, man. Yeah, well, you know, the, to uh, piggyback, man, you know, I greatly appreciate, you know what I'm saying? I, as always, bro, the admiration and the compliments, man. 
the trust, bro. You know, it's a mutual feeling, man. You know what I'm saying? We didn't hit some. Yeah, man. We didn't hit it's some hard to find shit. that out yeah. here, bro. Yeah, it is. It's hard to find that out here. It man. is. I put my trust in a lot of people, bro. Yeah. And I've been let down a lot of time. We just got done talking about one today. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying? That's just kind of fishy, bro. Yeah, bro. So, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, man, I've been in a situation in my life where I've always had to give, 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 uh, because I never had a big family. Right. So, um. You know, uh, with my family now, they expect a lot of, out of me. But right. uh, my friends and stuff expect a lot out of me, too, man, because that's the way I set myself up. Well, absolutely. You know, so yeah, absolutely. I set myself up from day one. You know, I want my people to know I got their back, man. So uh, do I always get that in return? No, like, that's what we're going to talk man. about. Does, bro? I just found our so, I found the rest of our talking point. Thanks for bringing that up. We are going to talk about yeah. on that note. We're going to talk about our experiences that we've had with the shady friends. I think that's an excellent point. I think that's one that ties in to continue describing who we are in terms of how we think on such you know subjects like this. And um, you and I both have oh, a so that's that so that's that's how we're going to do it. Okay, all right. Hey, listen. Yeah. Let me start this motherfucker off on some fire, bro. You ready? Well, yeah, yeah. You know what? Because we can both attest to this story, right? And then we're going to call him he who remains nameless. You know what I mean? Just out of, out of the shred of respect that I have left. And, um, yeah, let's do this, bro. Yeah, so I'll start off by saying I posted a status the other day on, on I, I don't know if it was Facebook or some shit. And it got a lot of hits back from my hometown. Right. Um, and basically what I said was to all the young folks out there, be very careful on who you surround yourself with yep. because your life is very influenced by the people around very. you. And you can really, really create a situation where you are liking the same things that they are, doing the same things that they are, yep. and, and, and just being a different person other than yourself based on the people that you're around because people are selfish. Yep. Man. Oh, hell yeah. And this ties directly into what I was just saying just two minutes ago with my admiration for having friends and, and having a tight knit family of friends, man. Cause I don't have that blood. I don't have a widespread blood family. Yeah. yeah. So I've, I, I have to like create my friends. I have to like almost get lucky, bro. Right. You know, I almost have to get lucky. So, with that being said, man, over the years, uh, there have been people that have been in my life for seasons. Yep. And, uh, you know, one of them, uh, it, it was a relationship that was, I mean, we were brothers from 2001 to, you know, right before, right before Alexa left for Atlanta. So that was you know, 2017-ish. So we were tight, man. He was always less fortunate of me, and I always gave him everything and every pass, and I was always there for him and all this stuff for all those years, man. And, you know, I was moving from Augusta to Aiken, and he told me that he would help me. And listen, man, after, after almost... Almost 17 years, bro. I trust yeah, this guy. Of course. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this is the number one story that I think about whenever somebody brings up what you did. And we were packing up stuff and all that. And he ended up sp- spending a night at, at right. the crib. 
so that we can wake up the next morning and move everything back to Aiken. Well, when I woke up in the morning, Chris is already up and he comes up to me and he's like, yo, bro, somebody stole your TV out your right. car. And I'm like, dog, how, man? I locked that shit. You know what I'm saying? He was like, yeah, it was crazy. There's no windows busted out or nothing. Yeah. And I'm like, shit. So we get to Aiken in the U-Haul. I had money in like a Phillies box and one of my dresser right. drawers, bro, that I had in the U-Haul truck, which was locked. When I moved my stuff into the apartment I was moving into, the $300, $400 was oh, gone, shit, bro. Boy. So I'm I'm just tripping. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm just tripping. I told Chris, I was like, man, this is crazy. I was not thinking, bro anything at the moment that it had anything to do right. with Chris. And this is another Chris, by the way. And I for will the name and, and listen, yeah, I I will name drop him yeah. all day. I don't yeah. care. You know what I'm saying? So um a couple weeks had passed by, bro. I mean everything was cool. I just thought somebody right. robbed me. You know what I'm saying? I, I filed a police report on the shit and all that. I was cool, man. It is what it is. Move on. You right, know right. Move on. And uh I noticed that my key fob was going dead a few months later to the car I still have. <laughs> and um, I was like, man, it's, it's one of those uh, cars, bro, that you could press the button and you don't have to use the key to get in. You don't even have to use right. the clicker. You just press the button on the, on the door right. handle. So I was like, damn, man, I'm not going to be able to do that since my key fob is dead. You know, it's not going to recognize me. So I, I figured I'd have to right. use the key. So I used the key to get in the car. And I closed it when I when I went to go back into right. the office. And I noticed that I can't lock the damn car without the key. So I, I forgot to lock the car with the oh key that God. day. Well, when I went back to the car, I went back to the car, the car was locked. What? So I was thinking, I was like, bruh, this is funky. So I went back into the car and in the settings on the dash, there's a setting yeah. on there where the car automatically locks after 10 yeah. seconds. So even if I didn't lock the fucking car that night, the car would have locked right. itself. So somebody had to use the clicker to get yep. in there and get the shit out yep. and dip. So anyways, bro, to cut this shit short, this motherfucker told me when we fell out, we fell out over some stupid yeah. shit that he decided to fall yeah. out over. About his damn yeah. drama and shit. I don't know. Drama, drama, right. drama. He told me he was like, he was like, yeah, man, I called my sister and my uncle, and they came up there to Steven's apartment, dog. Oh, yeah. I told him to come up there, bro, and I unclicked your shit, and I took your damn TV and your Glock, because they stole a gun, too. I stole the gun and everything, bro, but I stole yeah. all that shit. Oh, shit. That was the end of that shit, bro. So he admitted to that shit. Yeah, man, he admitted to that shit, bro. But by then, bro, he was so far gone on drugs and all this shit, bro. Like, I didn't even fucking give a fuck, bro. That was that shit was like four oh, years yeah. later. But I had already stopped hanging yeah. with the dude. I had st like that's one of those things like that status, bro. Yeah. It's like once you figure out people aren't good for your fucking health, man, and you putting in way too much and not even getting friendship back in yeah, return, bro. Dog, you gotta cut all that the shit way, off, dude. Man. You gotta cut that shit off. So yeah, that that's the most tragic story I've had when it comes down to trusting somebody, okay. man. That that that's the epitome over women, family, 
anybody, coworkers, yeah. anybody, bro. He sits up there for that shit. That that's the most grimy shit somebody's ever. Yeah, done well, I, yeah, yeah. It's pretty fucking. Yeah, that's pretty fucked up, man. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, my God. Um, see, we got similar experiences in that aspect. Not com- not not from having shit stole from. Uh, to my knowledge, at least, but I'm not like I said. I'm I'm gonna refrain from saying the name out of the little shred of respect for whatever reason that I have. Yeah, but um, so this dude, my my experience in 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 an active and betrayal was a dude that I felt at one point was cut from the same cloth as me. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like this dude yeah. was my fucking. Yeah. This guy yeah. was my my like. He was the first friend I ever made in North Augusta, and he was someone at first when we was kids we didn't exactly get along. I don't think like fifth grade when I came to North Augusta we got along, and I met and shout out to my dog Therm man, and I bring Therm up. That's Therm is Therm if Therm is always gonna be like that. That's that's my. That's my blood, bro. Like Thurman, Marcus Thurman, that dude is my fucking. He's he's always been. He's like you, bro. He's always been true to the game. And I'm, I met Marcus. When, when yeah. Was, you know, I think I was like ten or eleven when I moved to North Augusta. And Thurman has really seen. Thurman's seen the crazy shit that went through in my life coming up that I'm going to talk about in later episodes. But uh, I met Thurman through this mutual friend. And like, you know, we, we, we got cool and then we fell off a little bit and we didn't really get real tight until eighth grade. And from eighth grade moving forward, me and him was like thick as thieves, bro. Like you saw him, there was me. And I'm pretty sure people listening yeah. know who I'm talking about. But again, I'm, I'm not going to drop names right now. I'm not really motivated by that. But um, so fast forward to adult years right um we're still tight we still bro we still kick it on the reg bro and uh, he gets in, he gets into some trouble and then fast forward a few more years and you know shit kind of falls apart for him and in the times where we're backtracking their loyalty to him or you know just kind of forgetting about him as he was going through his shit like i was always there you know what i mean like i was because that was my dog. Yeah. I looked up to him at one point when we were growing up. You know what I'm saying? Like I, he was, he influenced me as a kid. And um, so we just, you know, I would, I would hook him up. You know, there'd be jobs. I mean, his job, his job opportunities were limited. You know, with the shit he had going on, and he didn't, he he, yeah. he squandered them, or he didn't take them. You know, he's already slim pickings to begin with. And I'm the only friend that he had in his circle that was really fucking with him like this. There's other ones that he liked to hang with. What shit? They was taking advantage of him, treat him however they want to treat him, kick him out, you know, or they they further put him in trouble or want to do drugs around him and shit. Like, I'm I'm the only, you know, like, when he got locked up, bro, when he got locked up, I was the only dude who made any effort in contacting him in a way that I did. Went to the prison, couldn't see him because I wasn't on the list. I wrote him, we wrote back with Oh yeah, same yeah. same shit, so, same shit with the situation. That's crazy. So yeah, that is fucking wild. So I wrote, we wrote letters back and forth to each other, bro. That was my dog. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that, that was I wasn't gonna turn my back on my bro after all this shit. You know that? I, hell no, I was right. ready to stand by his side no matter what. You know, now if he was dead, fucking wrong, then that's another story. 
don't have that. You know, I can support you from a distance on the low. But right. it's not – so, anyways, you know, his other homeboys that he favored, they didn't do this shit, bro. They wasn't trying to help him out with jobs. I was doing this shit. You know what I'm saying? I let him close to my fam, bro. He's, he was around my daughter at one point, and, um, which I dated. Oh, so this yeah, is – Yeah, yeah, he was around. Well, I dated it like – Edited it like way, way a couple years ago. He never came around my kid again, and he never will. Shit. But uh, yeah, man. Like we, so it was. You know, he was. I let him into my fam, bro. And we was kicking it one night, and you know, we always smoke together, man, and just chill, play Madden, or just talk. You know, just kick it. We both we we're intellectuals in that. Yeah. I think you know and. He started expressing himself differently, bro. He started letting some of his where where he and I fucked up at was when he tried to approach me on on why I like black women, why I'm only attracted to black women. And he tried to – he was like, you know, they'll never respect you. He was on that. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah so absolutely. Absolutely. Dude? Surprisingly enough, I don't really oh, have – Oh, shit. Oh, Right, damn, bro, bro, right. Hey, fuck, you know, I don't have any white friends. I can't – I know you, you're, you're, like, you're more open that, like that. I don't – I have – I don't have any. I just, I, and so he was one of my very few. And because and the only oh, yeah, reason yeah, why yeah. I guess you could say is at the time he and I because we grew up together, you know what I'm saying? We listen to Tupac, we listen to the hip hop together and all that. He was with me when I first started rapping and shit, you know what I'm saying? So, but then he hit me with that, and so he started kind of showing himself a little bit. And I was like, the "Fuck you, mean black women won't respect me, bro? Why do you have to break it down like that?" Because he would take me complaining about the mother of my child to him as me trying to get a rise out of him. Like this whole, it's crazy how this conversation popped up, and this is why this is where the fuck my trust issues come into play. Because when I tell somebody something, bro, I got something on mine, or I'm going through things. First of all, I don't tell everybody. These folks that are listening to this podcast have no idea what the fuck's going on in my life right now, and they won't know until I choose to bring about it. But the people that do know, I don't need that pushback on me as if you're throwing that in my face. Like you're using it against me. All you, like all you're trying to do is listen to me to the stuff against me. I'm not with shit. And this conversation we had one night, we were sitting there and he asked me about his charges and he, he, you know, his story kept adding on his story after a while, but it was relatively consistent. I never doubted whether he did what he did or didn't. I always believed he didn't. Um, and then he kept fucking, it was like his own karma, bro. It was like, it, I don't know well, I want to say karma, but it was like he had something going on. He had a conscience or something because he kept thinking that I was throwing shots at him. He kept thinking, like, I'd rap for him, and he'd think the shit that I'm rapping was talking about him. And it's like, my dude, what the, what are we talking, bro? You, you the bro. Why would I be talking about you? I got something to say, bitch. I'm going to say it to you. I'm not going to fucking write it in a song. No. So, you know, it, it started becoming on that shit. It's like a guilty conscience started creeping up, constantly asking me whether I thought he was guilty or not. And I'm like, my dude. So I started get taking offense to that shit. I'm like, you, you uh, this is the, really the question that you want to pose to me at this time. Like knowing all the shit I done been through with you, bro. And the times I had your back when nobody else did. And this is still how you think I'm not, you know, so I started backing up a little bit. And then we had another conversation one night and he was just like, basically, I mean, he outright said he was smarter than me. So he kind of let his, yeah, he, he went on his tirade. He was like, yeah, you know, he was like, I know I'm in a fucked up position in life, but I'm better off than you mentally. And I'm 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 intellectually and, and you know, I'm smarter than you. And he I mean, he was like, you know, you you sit throwing shots. So he was went on this tirade, bro. He, it was just like he had this like he had a guilty conscience that made him believe that 
people were actually coming for him. Like I was actually throwing shots at yeah. him in my songs or I was, I was venting just to get his reaction. Like he thought that I was venting about the mother of my child. Um, and to him to see how he felt, I guess, I don't know. I couldn't, I can't really explain his reasoning. He just, he used that as a means to say black women won't respect me, you know, cause she happens to be black. So it's kind of like, so that that's when that shit fell apart. And then where, where the act of betrayal came in was recently. And I told you about this. Um, yeah. So oh, yeah. I text him from my mom's <laughs> phone one time and because my phone was out and I needed to get in contact with him. And apparently he saved it. Right. My mom's ne- my mom never changed her phone, phone number. And my mom, she, she, she hits me and she was like, yo, when's the last time you talked to so-and-so? And I was like, it's been a minute. And I just, you know, just don't fuck with him no more like that. And, um, she was like, right. yeah, it was like nine 30 at night, bro. She's like, yeah, he wants to, he asked me to hang out with him with it and not tell you about it. And I'm like, what? <laughs> this bitch did what? And <laughs> huh? hey, you know what that calls for, right? Bro, what the Bro, what the fuck? Seriously? That was my exact goddamn response, bro. <laughs> I still feel this way to fuck his ass up. I still got half a mind too. I'm not gonna flex on that. I still got half. So if you listen and you know what I'm talking about, yeah, I still feel that way. I'm sure you've heard it. But at the same sense, me like in a situation like that, like he, he is, he's a yeah, bitch. He's just, that is that is exactly right. In a situation like that, that, that's really a bitch move to pull, bro. <laughs> that's really a bitch move to pull. Like, after all yeah. this, bro, you mean to tell me from, from the time we met when we was kids till now, that, that's what it comes down to, bro? Yeah. So, you know, it. I wash my hands of him. I, I'll never, ever a day of my life acknowledge him, bro. I don't care what situation he's in in life. I don't care how bad it gets. It's not my problem. That is not my problem. Oh, it's over with, yeah, bro. Stop right over him, bro. I done buried his ass, bro. So, that's what I'm saying. You, it's... I could I could whoop his ass. <laughs> right? yeah. I can get my hands on him and hurt him and all that or whatever. And then the bruises gonna heal. Them cuts gonna heal. That pain gonna heal because I ain't gonna kill him. Yeah. You know what I mean? But but if I cut myself off from him completely, bro, the one solid line that he had left, it's over with, bro. So fuck him. That's it, man. Yeah, yeah nah, those situations right there. Those situations right there, man, they, they, you know, they, they cause a lot of, you know, they cause a lot of trauma, but they also, definitely, you know, thankfully, they, they teach you lessons, man. For some people, nah. they don't, they don't, they don't teach them shit and they keep doing the same shit or still hanging around the same people. And that, that brings me all the way back to what I was saying. Absolutely. Man, you watch out who the fuck you Absolutely. Hang out with, man, who you put Absolutely, your time into. bro. So, yeah, man, my circle's small as fuck, man. My circle's small as fuck. Uh, Shout out to my boy Nick, man. We've been rocking yeah. for fucking twenty years, man. My boy Jaton. Uh I'll I'll put, you know, I put everybody in there that I can, man, but I, I ain't got enough time for that shit, man. But yeah. I know they're gonna be listening to this podcast, man. So for those for those people, Marcus, Demetrius, all that, man, for those people that rock with me, bro, uh, all the way to the core. Yeah. Uh man. You know, I, I couldn't be more grateful. Yeah, most that, definitely, man, bro. That's, that's, that's most my definitely, band. bro. And I, I'm, you know, so. hey, shout out to my, on, on that breath, shout out to my bros. Um, you know, Dave and, and, and Swole and Thurman. And, uh, you know, that, that was my, I, I grew up with them boys. And, um, 
they've always been there, always in my back, man, and yeah, man. always shown love, bro. Never, never faltered, nothing like that, man. So shout out to them boys, man. Much love to y'all. And uh, so as we as we wrap this pod, this first episode up, man, I feel really good about this. I feel I feel like we got a. I feel like we got a nice little off our chest, man. We got, they got, people got a glimpse on who we, you know, who we are, you know, one big thing we've experienced, man. So I, uh, I feel like this would be a good lead into our next episode, um, which I want to explain real quick is going to be more, we're going to be more structured on that episode about what we're going to talk about. Um, Mike, I, I would, this thing, <laughs> this thing, we're obviously the election's close. So we're going to be discussing that. I think it's a good time to go ahead and knock that episode out since we're getting close to election time, but not so much that, but the, the yeah. fuckery I saw today with Lil Wayne, bro. I, I, <laughs> Hey, hold on, man. Y'all take hey, your yes, go, and go, go fucking vote, by the way. If y'all out here, if y'all out here talking that mad shit yeah. about Trump or Biden, or I don't give a fuck who you talking about. And you ain't out there voting, bro. Some a wise person that I married told me that if I don't fucking vote, yeah. I don't have time to fucking say shit. So yep. get your ass out there and put that, that little shit. motherfucking sticker. Make a difference for sure, and make so, a damn difference. Far too many people yeah. uh, risked risked it all yeah. just to have that opportunity, bro. From from me not to fucking vote, so I'm definitely going to seize that moment. Hell I encourage yeah, everybody man. to do the same, man. And um, I want to. Episode, I really want to expand more on this little Wayne fiasco. I'm gonna be stepping on some toes on that one, and I don't give two fucks. I got some homeboys who are big Wayne fans, and it's time for that shit to come to it because they've been ragging me. Damn, I ain't playing that shit. Bro, what the fuck, man? Bro, what the fuck? Hey, man, I don't give a fuck. Listen. I don't give a fuck if he was a Wayne fan when the Carter dropped or the Carter 2 dropped. I don't give a fuck, bro. Yeah. Wayne has fallen absolutely. the fuck off for years now, bro. Yeah, absolutely. He has fallen the fuck off, man. All right, his music was cool, but his motherfucking persona no. and who he represents. From, from I Am Not a Human or whatever that, shit. from that album, on so, he's been trash. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. With the exception of Dedication 5, this shit's been garbage. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. But it ain't even so much about his music. It's his fucking personality, bro. Like, he he, he done fell the fuck off, bro. Like, I wouldn't fuck with anybody that is on Codeine 24-7 nah, in, my, in my own personal life. So why the fuck would I even support a person that's doing that shit 24-7, dog? That's yeah, so, we're yeah, going to step on them toes. I'm stepping on them. Toes. I don't care. That's that fuck. part of me. I am going to shoot some hip on that one. And we're going to talk about the fiasco. With, I don't think it's a fiasco, but a lot of people do with Ice Cube. We're going to talk about all that. So, um. But yeah, man. Um, real quick to end this episode for the people, I like I said when I when my shit went viral, when DL Hewley got a hold of it, and Mr. Vegas got a hold of it, and I had I went from like two hundred friends to like 40, 4,500 plus friends, and I'm grateful for that, and I always will be. And um, I can't thank you guys enough for that love and support, man. I try and answer everybody's messages. Uh, it's, I got hundreds, if not over a thousand messages. Uh, even I even still have some coming into this day. So I ain't got to you yet, man. If you're listening, I apologize. I promise you, um, I appreciate you. And I'm doing as much as I can. I, I chat all day. It's real hard for me to keep chatting on my phone after a, a, a long day's work of chatting. I be tired, man. You <laughs> fighting the power and fighting these customers, man. <laughs> yeah, well, nah, man. Kudos. Hey, mad shout out to you. And kudos for what you're doing, man. You know, my boy, Chris, he's out there 
marching for BLM movements in North yeah. Augusta, dog, trying to get the statues taken down, bro. Yeah. He's, he's doing his motherfucking service, bro, to the community in the way that we. Hey, I appreciate you, bro. And shout out to and, and, right, and so shout, shout out, out to you. You know, I shout out my yeah. my my new bros, man. With one of my new bros, but the other ones I've known growing up, man. Richard Bush and Jackson Webb and Kenton Macon. Shout out to y'all boys, man. Uh, Kenton Macon's got making a difference that you guys will see me uh, post about him on my Facebook. I'll post his podcast episodes. Y'all make sure if you're tuning in to me, make sure you turn tune in to Mr. Ken Macon, man. That, he's he is insightful. Uh, his delivery is top notch. Um, this dude's an excellent leader. I, I love working with him. I love working with Richard Bush, man. Shout out to Bush. Shout out to, to Jackson Webb for doing these events with us and community work. We have a turkey uh, giveaway coming up. We're going to be the plan right now is do it the Saturday before Thanksgiving. We're going to try and have some DJs, a DJ out, hopefully. Uh, I know we discussed at one point having like a little cookout just to kind of have that friendly atmosphere. But COVID spikes coming back up. It's more than likely just going to be like a simple um, – turkey drive man but we're gonna keep you i'm gonna keep you guys posted for sure mike uh i appreciate you bro for this man and uh taking this journey with me man yeah man yeah man when it comes down to me bro just shout out to the to the to everybody bro like everybody that supports me man i ain't got no <laughs> video like the fuck chris got going on and shit man ain't nobody hit me I'm up like that bro shit. like i'm simple but uh to all the people yeah, that support me all right man well uh that this concludes the very first episode of Bro, What the Fuck, man. And, uh, I look forward to seeing you guys. We're going to be dropping episode every Friday. That's going to be our release date. And then depending on the demand, we might move it to two episodes per week. So I appreciate you guys, Mike. I appreciate you as always, bro. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to holler you on duty here in a little bit. All right, brother. Y'all take yeah, care, man. man. Y'all be easy.